right, so we'll do now the Maimer Ve'erastich Le'olam. This is the ninth Maimer in the Parshas Bamidbar. And this is still the same Hemshech Advarim that we started learning uh, from the Psukim in Hosea, which is the Haftorah from the Parshas of Bamidbar. So this is the Maimer of Ve'erastich Le'olam explaining those Psukim. Um, as the Pasuk says over there, uh, it sort of concludes there with this statement. Uh, the Haftarah ends with these words. I have betrothed you forever. I have betrothed you with righteousness. As the Pasuk says there. So he starts off by saying, I in the rabbis, boy, soy parshas, yudches, truma, parshal amad gimel, korev, le soy parsha, sumid means towards the end of that, the soy perik, towards the end of the perik, the parshas ekev, gabedover achar vishomar lacha. So those are just references. So now he begins, Hine Knesses Yisrael, Shehimoker Kol Neshomus Yisrael. We talk about Knesses Yisrael. What is Knesses Yisrael? Knesses Yisrael is the source of all Yidin. So we call Knesses Yisrael the source of Yidin, the source of the Neshomus Yisrael. We call it Nikras Kalo. We call it Akalo. Why is it called a kalo? Al shame, haposuk. This is based on the posuk. Kol sonashi, my heart expires. It's going to explain that one of the things of the neshamas yisrael is that they're uh, standing with a teshuka. They're standing with a yearning to expire to Hashem. That's called a kalo, as the posuk says. Kol sonashi. Another verse, it says, Shukosuch, that to your husband will be your desire. Talk about Odom and Chava, when the Ebershta tells to, uh, to Chava, he says, Vel Ishech Shukosuch, Vuhuyim Shelboch. So Isheikh to your husband, husband in this case, the metaphor <clears throat> is talking about Hashem, talking about a Kodesh Baruch. Hu. And we are the Kala, we are the wife. The Shamas Yisrael are the Kala. The Kala wants, is yearning for Hashem, is yearning for the husband, is yearning for the Ebershtah. That's what means Chukoseikh. That's your yearning. Because her desire is to connect to its to her source, like the Kala, and like the husband. She wants to go to the source. In her source and the life of life, blessed, which is Hashem, to expire. Basically, Knesset is rose a Kala because they're yearning to go out to Hashem. They want their husband. They want the Kaloyim to the life of life, to Hashem, the close of nefesh. 
as the Pasuk says, Alekim al domiloch, Alekim, I'm not going to be silent, al tachresh al tishket kel, I'm not going to be quiet or relaxed kel, meaning always wanting to push to go up to, to Hashem. That's the yearning of the soul. Ayin bezoyar, chelek alef, kufayin ches beis, and ayin zayin beis, kufayin ches beis, Evov base, Chelik base. So in Chelik Aleph, I'm not sure why the pages are. He says first Kufayin Ches base, and then he says Ein Zayin base, and then he says Pevov base. I'm not sure why it's out of order over here. I think these are the page numbers, right? So Kufayin Ches base, Ein Zayin base, Pevov base. Uh, maybe more uh, related than in Chelik base uh, of the Zohar, it would be Kufmem Aleph Erejnun Bev base. Okay. So when we talk about the Shamas Yisrael in general, about Knesset Yisrael, it's a color because all the Shamas want to expire to Hashem. Then it applies also on a personal level, on an individual level. Talk about in detail, specifically, the individual soul of every Jewish person. In Exiv, it says, So the soul of man is like a lamp of a likim. What is the, why are we creating the neshama of an individual to a lamp of a likim? It has the nature to go up above, like the light of the candle, and like a flame which goes up on its own. It just keeps on going up. The to cleave in him, blessed, in an, in an actual expiration of the soul. So basically, what we're saying over here is that individually we're also called the Nedalikim. We also have that lamp because why are we called the Nedalikim? Because we have this inherent, this constant inherent yearning in which we want to go up to our source. We want to go up to the source of the world. To cleave to Hashem, blessed, in expiration of actual the soul. <clears throat> but what does the Pasuk say? It says, that you will desire your husband. In other words, you want to be connected to your husband. The Pasuk says, He will dominate you. The husband will dominate, which means Hashem dominates us. Hashem says, no, you can't have an expiration of the soul. You have to want to expire, but you have to be in this world. And this is where the Torah mitzvah So the connection while you're a kala, while you have a ner abaye, nishmas odom, but Hashem dominates you, which means shabal korchoch atachai, against your will, as he uses lashon in Birke Oves, 
that against your will you live, which means that you have to be in this world, which is also like the uh, saying in uh, Yechezkel, it says over there, that the is the energy of the Malochim called Chayis HaKodesh, they run, but they return. Basically, we have the Kloisa Nefesh, that's the Nair that we want to go up to Hashem, but Vashayv, the return, which is laded, Uli Islabish, the goof, to the scent and dress up in the body. And therefore, Gam Lemato. So, therefore, this is the Neshama in its spiritual level, but even the Neshama when it's up above, but Gam Lemato, also below. After it dresses up in the body, this is the main service of man. To yearn and to have his soul expire, actually expire to Hashem, blessed. Even now, when we're in the goof and you've come down to that level, it is our service to yearn and to want to expire to Hashem. There are two levels in Kloisa Nefesh. The, the Rebbe is going to explain that there is a, a Kloisa Nefesh, there is a Kala, which is Nova Chasuda, which is beautiful. And then there is a Kala, Kamoishihi. The Gemara says, How do you sing before a Kala? One says, One says, uh, we still say you have to say uh, a beautiful, uh, graceful, uh, kind. Say nice things about the kala when you dance in front of the kala. And Shammai says, kala you have to say as it is, even if she's uh, limping, if she's blind, you say the way she is, you don't lie. You don't say kala noa but basically, as far as our uh, discussion goes over here, the two levels of Kala, there is a Kala Nova Chasuda. There's some Nishamis that have that expiration. They're beautiful and graceful. It's a tremendous <clears throat> high level of elevation. But then you have also the level of uh, a limping, a hinkadika, and a blind. And these are the two avoiders. And he's going to say there's the two expressed in two psukim. This is the idea of the two levels of kala that I mentioned in the Gemara, which is in Pedic Basic Subas. The Gemara mentioned kala achas, one kala, hainu, is a kala of a chasuda, a beautiful and a graceful kind kala. Postic says two things. It says, first of all, my soul expires to the Chatzri Sashem. It explains to the Chatzri Sashem. And then it says, So the first part of the postic of Kolsa Nafshi Lechatzri Sashem 
that talks about a beautiful kala, a beautiful kiloy. Rabbi is vayichi. This is Merish Rabbi vayichi. Parsha tzadik tes korev lereish parsha. I guess maybe in the beginning of the parsha, close to the beginning of parsha tzadik tes. Enosoy in reish. And also in Seif Parsha Yudimu, I guess. So that's the one. Babes, the second one is Kala Kamashihi, a Kala Aziz. I feel like he gets, even if she limps or is sumo, she's mine. Alzanema, the second part of the positive, Libi Ubisori Yiranel Kilchoil. My soul and my flesh will sing to the living God. Those are the two levels. And now he's going to explain what the Indian of Lechatzreif is the way there is a house, and there's a building, which is a full structure, and then there's a chotzer. A chotzer is an open area. There's a roof. In some places, it rains in. A house is fully protected. That's the Kalanoa. Bahasuda is like a house which is fully protected. Everything is there. Uh, a chotzer is uh, something which is not, it's not a full house over there. Rains, when it could be other problem, that means they're not complete. But in order to get to the house, you got to go through the chotzer. Let's look inside. explain the nikru avodim. The letters that we use, those are called uh, stones. They're like building blocks. Uh, stones that you build with. And once you combine these letters together, several letters, so you create you create a sentence, you create uh, houses, you create chatzeres. As it's written, it's Sefer Yitzira, Shtei Avonim, Boine Shtei Batim Chulum. You have two stones, that means two letters. You can build two houses, because you can have Aleph Beis is one house. Beis Aleph will be the second house. The Fi Sha'oisius, why do we call letters stones? Sha'oisius Adibur Shaba Odom, because the letters of speech that are by the human, if you measure them relative to the seichel itself, you speak, you put in letters, but the letters are considered inanimate relative to the idea that goes into them. The idea is an intellectual thing. These are just containers that hold, they're just words that hold. So they're considered to be doimim, they're considered like avonim relative to the seichel to the idea which you put into words. In other words, you're dressing the seichel into these words. The fact that we have so much dividing of the worlds, there's more unnumbered amount of different worlds. The common minder of madreges chaluke zumezu, to many times 10,000 types of 10,000 steps, different one from the other. 
Kamashikosuf, as the Pasik says in the Shirashirim, the Pasik says, Valomis in Mispar. Alomis means literally he talks about the maidservants over there, but Alomis is Meloshan Oilomis. Worlds have no numbers, meaning endless amounts of world. So those are the words of the Malochim the endless amount of different Malochim. There's differences in the souls of the Tzadikim. One is not compared to the other one. Where does this all come from? They all are extended and they are flowing from the level of the combination of the letters of Dvar Hashem, we say that Yavishna created the world with speech, with Dibur Hashem. So from those different manipulation of the different letters, the different Oysias, those are the different Batim, the different Chatseris that come from it, the various different combination, you get the different worlds, you get the different Malachim, you get the different Neshamah Sadiqim. Now, that level of oisius which Hashem creates, they are considered inanimate relative to the source from where it comes in the world of Atzidus, this dibur, which Malchus, which comes to the, create the worlds in Bia and all the different levels, it's considered inanimate. It's considered totally in a lower level than the level of Atzilus itself. Uh, even the root, the source and the root in the world of Atsilus, the Neshamas of the, the source of all the various different creations, as it comes in Elam Atsilus, the Yuva Garmoyichad over there, Elam Atsilus is the world of unity. Hashem and the Kalim are one. Hashem Bechinas Alakus, they're godly. And we know that the Ein Sof does not have, is undressed, does not contain any boundaries, any measurable. So we can't say in Atsilus that there's a measure, there's a Gavul, because over there the Ein Sof with the Kalim are really one. So it means really Bligvul. But he wants to say, even in Atsilus, but there, since Atsilus is a mocker for what comes out later on in Biyah, it still has a connection to it. Al kol so still. Since there is source to the worlds that extend from them below, yesh shom l'maylo bekoyach. So there is a bit of potentially there isn't a potential. It has so many that from them will come around 
the dividing of the Olamis in actuality. So over there, the Alter Rebbe writes in the in the in letter, in the Geres HaKadosh, says the Kor of Loimar, this is the wording, the Kor of Loimar, he writes there, when we talk about the thousands and ten thousands of worlds that sit in the skull, he says, they're not actual world worlds. So what he means to say, so now he's explaining what it means of this shame, He's saying that those Olmin are also in the level of Olmis. So when these these Alofim Revovis that are sitting in Bukalgalta, when they will uh, extend below, so then there will actually be a creation from all those worlds. Take, for example, the letters of speech while they are still in the power of his wisdom. You have the letters, you have words, once they come out from your mouth, right? That's called dibur, that's called speech, because then you talk with those with the power of the dibur. But before you speak those words, in your brains, you have also those letters which are on a much refined way, but those are the formation of the, and they're the source of the letters that will come out in the future. So what he was talking about the source of Ein Sof, even though there are letters there, but they're a very refined, they're only a source for the letters to come out later on. So he says like this, and relative to the infinite blessed by himself, when we talk about the level of the Ein Sof, which surrounds the world. They too are called letters, which means they are on a very high level. Why do we call them letters? Letters means, as we said before, because relative to the Ein Sof, they're inanimate. Just like stones, there's no chayas, there's no energy. Next to the Ein Sof, these letters of Chochmah are considered to be like a volume. Shame, bemadrege tachtoino shebaasia. What are stones? They are in Asia. That's the lowest level. That's the doimem. The doimem in Asia. In Asia, you have doimem. Doimim is the lowest in Asiya. So we're saying that within the level of the Ein Sof, these letters of Chochmah are considered like Asiya, Kamesha Kosu, 
as the Pasuk says, Kulam Bechokma Asiso. Hashem made everything with Chokma. So we're saying it's not the Chokma made wisdom, but Chokma made action. In other words, we're referring Hashem made with Chokma. So that means that the Chokma used Asiya is the making. So from this we see that relative to the Ein Sof, Chokma is considered like Asiya. Even the level and the step of Chochmah is considered to be a physical doing by Hashem. So here we're talking about in Atzilut. We're talking about Chochmah of Atzilut. And we're saying that the letters, the source of creation, is considered like Asiya. It's, uh, it's like Avonim. It's like a symbol. But we know that in Atzilut, we say it's Elokut. It's godliness over there. Here we're trying to play it down. We're saying it's just like Avonim. It's just like Asiya. So he says, Uma. And this, that it's nikra, that it's called godliness. So why do we call it godliness? They are still considered his blessed infinite. It has not been contracted and limited in a level of a vessel. I guess even the vessels of Atsilus aren't considered to be a real Tzimtzum and Keli because who, on the level of Atsilus, it's, it's not in a level of uh, a real Hagbola of a Keli because the oil unites there with the Keli day itself. Avol, but still, while they're in Atsilus and they're in the Oishyes of Atsilus, they're not in the level, they're not a relative, they don't, they're not considered anything relative to the blessed Ainsov by himself. Rak They're only a ray, a shine, and a ray which expands from the essence of the Ein Sof. So the essence of Ein Sof is higher than Atzilut also. It's on a much higher level. But it expands. It's an expansion of it. It's still Ein Sof in Atzilut commercial Ziva Shemesh, Hamispashit Megufa Shemesh, commercial Kosov Mokamacha. And that would be similar to the shine of the sun, which expands of the body of the sun. So the sun's ray has all the power of the sun. It's a powerful shine, but it's only a ray. It's not the sun itself is on a different level. It's an expansion. It's a ray. Ha'ore from the Shemesh. It gives an example. Say 
the speech of a person. Say the speech of a person. It wants to show you that something which can expand something much greater expands in something much smaller. You have a deep idea that you want to present to somebody. The idea is a very profound and a very deep idea. But yet, you need to take that idea and bring it out in words so for the other person to understand it. So you see that something very big and large extends in something contracted in something very small. It's the same idea, but the idea comes down in something very mitzumtzam in the letters. The Aesof, the great Aesof, comes out, it's still connected, but it comes out in, in a totally different uh, level. It's not the Aesof itself, it's a Ha'ara from the Aesof. Say by the speech of the person. So there is no comparison, the speech to the essence of the person's intellect. But yet, I'll call that. On top of that, the ray of the intellect expands and gets revealed through his speech. There's no way to give another understanding. If you want to explain something to the other person, it must go through your voice and your speech. So what happens? You're speaking, and your speech becomes the other one's intellect. Your speech becomes the intellect, the logic of that your friend experiences. Likewise, so to speak, the ray of the essence of the Aesophs, that is revealed through the letters. How is Hashem revealed? Is through the letters. Sheheim heim mekoire vishorshe hamshochas achayis meir ensof baruchu. These letters, these simtum, and later on he's going to say that's the letters of Torah, the letters of Tefillah. Those are all Hashem's metzumtzem dike ensof. The way it comes down in the words, in speech. In letters, so it's really the chokhmah. It's higher than chokhmah, but it comes down. How does it come to us through the so to speak, the speech of Hashem, the Torah is the speak of Hashem, the tefillah is all these different ways that the world is created through a sort of mamoris. It's going to say there are speech which is externality of the world because the world has the external part. Everything else in the world, the world also has. The internal, the malachim, the neshamis, the, the Torah, those are the inner. So there's different, as we'll see, the Rebbe will explain. So he says, How is the shine of the essence? It comes through letters, just like by a person. His intellect comes through his words. 
to dress up, and to flow the energy in the upper worlds and lower worlds. That's what we mean when we say, Hashem, Hashem created with, uh, with 10 saints. What are we talking about? Hashem's speech. Which means those are the vehicles that Hashem uses, the speech sort of to give his infinite chayis down to the lower level, like we are explaining an idea to somebody through the power of speech. So what happens? What we said before, what becomes the intellect of the person that listens? Those oisius. So while the oisius relative to the person who's speaking to them are just a doimem, they're only inanimate because they're nowhere near to the intellect. They're just words. They're like stones. They're not really at that level. But yet that level becomes your intellect to the other person. Because how does the other person understand how do you give him from your uh, seichel? You have to dress it up into the words. So your words become the seichel. So the dibur of above becomes our intelligence. In every world. The level of letters which are in the higher world that's the lower level in that world. That becomes the head, and that becomes the intellect for the world that is below that world. And therefore, therefore we're saying that the letters are the ones that uh, give you access, basically, to the Ein Sof. So what is the way that the Ein Sof comes down? It comes down through the Tzimtzum, through the Doimim. So that's why this is called this letter. So because you're saying, uh, it says, uh, the Pasuk that we're teaching here, it says, Nichsefo, the call sonafshi that my soul yearns, as you're going to say, all you didn't say, lechatzris to the courtyard. Lechatzris. It's called the courtyard. The courtyard, why is it a courtyard? Because the courtyard, you go through to get into the house. You got through. You have to go through the courtyard. And from the courtyard, you get into the, into the home. So to get to Hashem's home, the real source, you got to go through the courtyard. So we're saying, and the courtyard is sort of the dibur, the speech of Hashem, which allows for the insult to come down to the world. So we're yearning to the courtyard, which means to get to the place where the insult comes through to the world. Because it's going to explain that when Malchus comes down to Bia, it wants to go up back into the Atsilus back into the court, back into the source. The source and the root from where the chayis comes, it's called b'shem chatzreis, courtyard. The courtyard, it goes through that's the source through the courtyard 
from the bias from Hashem. How does it come through Biyah? How does it go through? It goes through the courtyard. And you have two levels in this courtyard. Two ways. One is to the externality of the world. Because the world has, the inner of the world means the important part of the world is what? Is Neshama Yisrael. Is Torah, is Mitzvah. That's the inner of the world. The external of the world is everything else that goes on, which is not openly associated with, with Yiddishkeit, with Yiddin, with Torah. With, that's external of the world. That's the Chitzon. So, so from this level of Dibur, there is some that come to the Chitzon Yisraelim. The Chitzon Yisraelim. There is a Hashpah that comes through Malchus, through the Chitzon Yisraelim. That's called the external courtyard. I guess in a courtyard, you could have the one that's right outside the house, and then you have what's a little bit further, external. So some things come from the chitzoni, is the external one. The second chotzer is for the inner of the world. In other words, the hamshocha that comes from the insof through the chotzer goes through two chotzers. One goes to the external of the world, that's the source. That's the Chotzer HaChitzayna. And the other one, Rimsa Ebchinas, Oisiris HaToyrah, HaTfilah, Uneshomis HaTzadikim. Those are the letters of Toyrah and Tfilah. Those are the courtyard, those are the words that comes to Amshocha to them. The Nikra, as we say in the Megillah Sester, it says she was sitting Chotzer HaPnimis Noichach Beis HaMelech. She was sitting in the inner courtyard facing the king because that's a whole other level of chotzer is to be the source of the Nishamas Yisrael and the Tzadikim and Tzadikim. So now he explains the Pasuk base. The Zohu, and this is what the Pasuk says that he's explaining out the Pasuk of Koso Nafshi Lechatzvis Hashem. My soul. Who's my soul? David HaMelech is saying this, but David HaMelech is saying, my soul. My soul, he talks about the soul of all of Israel. Not only his personal soul, because David was Neim's Miris Yisrael. He represented Klal Yisrael. He's representing all the souls. He says, Nafshi, my soul yearns L'chatzris Hashem. To come up to that source of the courtyard from where the Hamshach is coming down. Nafshi umokar neshamas Yisrael. Nafshi is he's talking about the source of all yidden. Source of all yidden. That's from the level of Malchus. Malchus the Atzilus hamislabeshes bibya. That is Malchus of Atzilus, which dresses up in Briyu Yitzira Asiya. The Chovtzav uchukosa. Its want, its yearning, is liyos b'mekoyra b'shor shabatzilus. It wants to be in its source, in its root, in Atzilus. It doesn't want to be in Biyah. It wants to be in Atzilus. Asher Shomhu, Hachatzris Hashem. That's where the courtyard of Hashem is. That's in Atzilus. That's why the post says, Nich Sefo, Fekam Kol Sonafshi, Lechatzris Hashem. Wants to be in the Chatzris Hashem. Ham Shochas, Hachayus, Me'er, Insof Baruch Hu, 
that is the Chatzus Hashem, is the level of the extension of the Chayis from the Eire Sobaruchu that gives it Chayis and wants to connect to that. And when it descends below into Nafsho, her soul is expires, take it immediately. To connect to its source, root, and its vitality. Because at the end of the day, where does the Nishamas, where do they get their highest? From Malchus Datsilus, which comes to the Chatzis Hashem from the Ein Sof. And just like a person naturally wants their life, so we want to be connected with our life source. That's a natural uh, natural phenomenon. Just like a person desires the life of his soul. The Pesach says, you're my soul, and therefore I want you. Elsewhere. So now, he says, also below by a yid in his service to Hashem, in his Hashem, So this is in the service of Hashem trying. I want to connect. But how do you connect to Hashem? You learn Torah. You daven. You do mitzvahs. That's the way to connect to Hashem. You love. You want to. In this sefiros, we're saying that Malchus wants to go up to Atzilus. But what does it mean to us in this world? For us, it means to connect to Hashem. In the speech, in the thought of of the speech of the words of Torah. Here, we're talking mainly about Oisus, not talking so much about Maisa. Talking about Hashem. Those are the source. Those are the courtyards of Hashem. The words of Torah that is Nimshach from the highest sources. So he says, So now he's going to give you a very interesting example. And we call it a chotzer. But a chotzer is also built, you know, you had a fancy with built of stones. It also has a courtyard. You have a house. What's the difference of the courtyard and a the, the house? Courtyard is open, it rains in, so you're not protected basically. In a home, you're more protected than in the chatzah. The chatzah is a little bit of protection, but you're not protected fully. So he says in Avedis Hashem, there's basically two levels. There's a level of a person, which is a chatzah, and there's a level of a bias. If you see in the Pasuk, he inferred before also, he talked about, it says, That's one level. And then he says, That's a second level. He's talked about before two levels of kala, of this word yearning. There's a kala noav a chasuda, that we always say a beautiful kala. And then there's a kala, even if it's blind, we still say it's good. He's going to explain, explain how all this beautifully in Avedis Hashem, how people have different level of yearnings of Hashem. Sometimes you have a yearning of Hashem, which is like a chotzer. It's like a open. 
it's not, why is it open? It's open because it rains in a little bit. In other words, if you're not fully engaged and you're not 100% in it, you have machshavas full in, you know, you're davening and you're learning, but you have other things come in. It's like an open, it's a chotzer. So you have to make it unto a bias, you know, you have to make it protected. You have to daven in such a way, deepen, and keep your mind occupied. That goes. So then you reach that level of kala Sometimes we have a situation and we're not perfect, you know, we can't really reach that level. So he says, there too, there is also even you're limping, even you're blind, you're not fully, you still can love Hashem by his same quality. Then he says, uh, even a person can't even do that with a Muna. He talks about with a Muna alone, you can also reach. Let's go. Let's go, let's go through the different levels that Al-Tareb explains now on Abedus Hashem. So he says like this. Likewise, there is two levels in the service of Hashem. Sometimes somebody who occupies himself in learning Torah, he davens. He only directs his heart to the letters alone. He thinks about the words alone. Sometimes we call that Piru Shamilos. He just thinks the words of the meaning. That's not bad. This is also a clear path. That's a chotzer. But what you're doing ain't bahem. So in these words of Torah and Tefillah, what's dressed up? Only the power of your thought alone. Without the intellectual powers. No, you didn't understand. You didn't meditate or reflect on Hashem's greatness. You think about the words. Your machshava is there. It's a good level. But the key, since your mind is free, is not engaged, just your thought, but not your mind. So then in your mind can enter full in. Thoughts from the outside. Kemoshul hachotzer shein legag. As example, as the outlet doesn't have a yarn. Shayorit shamoto yorit l'toichay. The rain goes down in it, so it's not uh, fully protected. L'fikoch, and therefore, mi shahu bal seichel, a person who is has the intellect. Bein machshafta yichoyla lahalbish esichloi, and his thought doesn't dress up his mind. He's not thinking about that level, that deep level. In This is the advice. The Rebbe says, what is the advice? How do you deal with it that it shouldn't be a chotzer and that you shouldn't get uh, So you put your mind and intellect to understanding the words of the davening to where you are capable of reaching, and by the uh, deeply in your intellect, in learning and occupation of Torah, where the pardes that's pshat, remesh, drush, v'soid, v'ze nikra, 
That is what we call the inner of Torah. That what? That your ian sichle, that your seichel is engaged deeply in Torah, that's called the inner of Torah. That is level is called what we call a house. So first of all, it's inside. House is in the chotzer. It's also has a roof over it. So kol his entire s is dressed up and is wrapped up in it in the house. This is what the Zoyer says. The Iraiso Heichlo Ilo de Kuchabrucho. Torah is that room, supreme long of Hashem. The Tamon Yosef Malko, the dear king sits. The king sits in the Torah. That's the room of Hashem. Which means it's not, it's the house of Hashem, the Torah. That is the engagement in a deep level and the part is in the, in the Torah. Bahainu Pnimius Torah. That is the inner of Torah. That is the interpretation and the reasoning for Torah. So does it mean that you have to have that level of intense connection in order to do? He says, no. One thing is, if you understand the simple meaning of the Torah, you don't understand the reasoning, the deep reasoning. You also understand the meaning of the words literally. It's also nikrabotim. It's also called that's called the rooms of Asiya. Your house itself is it. You know, you can have a mansion, you can have a Taj Maha. Or you can have a simple home. So the person that learns previous Torah and understands the reasoning, he's in the room of Hashem, in the beautiful room. Otherwise, you're in the bottom of Asiya. You're also in a of Asiya. But this is all still a good home. It's still because that's at the level of a beautiful, a graceful color. The color we said is the desire. And that's the first step, as we say. After you get engaged, there has to be marriage. But that we'll learn. That's the second step. First, we're learning your engagement to Hashem. You have to be yearning to Hashem from that level of engagement. From the, then you come later on to the, to the marriage. We're to A person who all of his days wants the Torah of Hashem, Never turns away, not to the right, not to the left. His main, what is by this person? His godly soul. He's a beautiful color. He's a beautiful Ratzin of Hashem. A perfect person. But what happens? Somebody who has lost his way. Went wrong. Went off the track. He's like this limping or blind color. He's a color, you know what's me? 
Why we call him blind? Because it says with regards to the Abedazar, it says, they have eyes, but they don't see, they're blind. Blind in a spirit level means they think they don't see things. And the animal soul is that dominates him. Balkane, and therefore, he doesn't have the aspiration of the soul to the godly life that we said before, that's my life. He doesn't have that. His godly soul is incarcerated in the body, in the animal soul. His behemoth soul encompasses his godly soul. He can't doesn't have, he has eyes, but he can't see. You know, he's blind. He doesn't, doesn't see that this is his life. So what does he do? Not. So what is he? We're saying, even in his voice, so the advice given to him that still he needs to be in a level of a color. Don't don't say, therefore, I'm not yearning for Hashem because I'm sort of not able to free myself uh, from my nefesh uh, You still got to be a kala. Our sages tell us, even a kala, as is, doesn't matter. Because he is limb or blind from the prospect of his animal soul, that doesn't stop him from being a level of kala from his godly perspective. This is the second part of the posseg. My heart and my flesh sing to the living God. Talk about sorry, the heart and the flesh. They're physical vessels. They are not able to have their yearning and their want. To the source of their life, to the light of the insof who gives them their chayis. The lave and the basar. The nefesh is could, but the nefesh is incarcerated by this person. So therefore, he doesn't have the ability, the lave and the buster, to realize that Hashem is my highest, and therefore I should want that. How do you get that? Because there's so many contractions, concealment, and the curtains, it's very much obscuring Blocking Achar Helem, one block after other Al Kane. So in Einom Nichsofim, we call him the Chatzris Hashem. Like in the beginning of the Pasik. And Nichsovagam calls a Nafshi. The Nefshaliki is no, doesn't. Libi Busori cannot be yearning. Second part of the Pasik. The Lave and the Boss of the Gashmis is not Chatz Hashem. Shumakoy Machaya Neshes. Kiim, the Pasik says, you have to start singing to Kilchoi. 
when you sing to Kilchoy, then you'll get the level of Kalatu. What does it mean to sing to Kilchoy? We don't know Kilchoy. Libi, Ubisori. See, in the first part of the Pasik, he says, Kol Sonafshi. That's the Nefshali Kis. Now we're talking about the person whose Nefshali Kis isn't functioning because he's in Kain of Shabbamis. So we need the Libi Ubisori. Yerana no Kilchoy. They'll still sing to Kilchoy. Who? When he will reflect in the true Amuna Bashem, which is even higher and higher than the level of Sevil Kalam. Basically, it says we have to tap in to even at a higher level. You have to sing and reach to a level which is even higher than the level of Sevil Kalam, which was the previous level of reflection, the Chatzris Hashem which the flow comes from Sevim Kalam and through Malcolm, you have to go to a place in Hashem which is even higher. And we know when you reach higher, it can come down even lower. So to get your Libya uh, involved, you have to go to a place which is even higher than Sevim Malcolm. Which is Shein Nebigeder Rebchines Olam Kalam. It's not at all in the definition or in the level of worlds, not Sevim, not Memalek. Rak, if you sechleinu hadal, she'ein onu masigin oisoy. Because we don't grasp it. Every Malov, we say about him, Shu Memalek Kulamim, Sevim Kulamim, we say Hashem fills and surrounds the world, but then there is a level which is even higher than that. Double Be'emes. He's raised, he's uh, exalted. It's very high. Even then, then Why? Because once you save he's already connected because he's surrounding the worlds. Meaning, there's worlds he surrounds them. So even something, someone that doesn't engage inside the world, but if you're surrounding it, that means that you are connected to the world, you're still connected. But that's a level of Ein Sof, which is connected to the world. We're talking about, you have to reach to a level which is beyond Seidu Kulam. So who shayich be'inyan hashpo, be'inyan hashpo l'nivroim v'amshochas hachayis lemir. That you can say about that level, you can say, uh, when you talk about that you give the flow to nivroim and the highest extent, you say, that this hashpoy is not dressed up, is not captured within the words. He's above, surrounds him, but he's still a flow to the world. There's still a connection to the world. When you talk about hashpoy, you're already talking about oisius. So then you're talking about letters. When you need to give a scholar to somebody else, you need words. You need words in your intellect. You need words in your dibur. You need to give. But when you talk about your essence, who you are, before you come to the level that you want to give it, so over there, there's no worlds. 
not filling, not surrounding, because you're not giving it out, it's yourself. So now he wants the person to reflect on this higher level of the Ein Sof, that it's even higher than Sevim Malik, when the person will deeply put his Seichel, his intellect, in this, he will be aroused and a fire will start to burn in his heart. To flame up. So then your physical heart will be numbness, will melt. In an expiring of actually the soul of to cleave to him, bless it. And when you deeply put your intellect and your understanding in the above matter about higher than Mamali and Sayyid, since that reflection is from a very high place, that is from Hashem. But all the fun of before Hashem is like darkness, like light. What does that mean? Before Hashem, that level, just like He can manifest itself in a place with His light, He can come down in a place which is dark. He can come down in the lave and the bosar, even though they're goof and nefesh abahamis. The level of sevim kolamim is restricted to the level of oira. What lefon of yisbarech? Therefore, the reflection that comes from this is able to to touch can touch his heart and his physical flesh. So that they are yearning and their want to be a love is to expire to him, blessed. To cleave to Hashem with the expiration of the soul, actually. And this is what it means. My heart and my flesh will sing to the living God, meaning before you come to the level which you vitalize and you give to somebody else, has known that whatever is in a higher level, is able to descend and expand even lower. And through that, this higher level can actually Touch up to your heart. means discusses there. Israel. He when becomes an You cannot give birth to the love and the fear of Hashem. So what do you do? Should say in the Pasik, Batispal Khana El Hashem. 
It's not to Hashem, not al Hashem. So it explains in the the Mimer, she went beyond Hashem, which means beyond the Seif of Mali that we're talking about here. She went to the higher level. The Mailam is what we're talking about over here, to come to a level in which is even higher. That the three worlds of Yah is Shorsham Tikun Orishain, the Yudgimul Tikunim Darik Ampim, Mikhail Kamechulu Ainsham. So over there you see that the three worlds of Yah come from the, the 13th Kune Dikno, the strands of the beard, which we talk about in the level of Arik Ampin, which is the Pasik Mikhail Kamecha, which is the uh, 13 attributes of mercy are hinted in that Pasik, say it by Tashlech, and it points out over there how each of the Midas are hinted in the Pasik of Mikhail Kamecha. So the point here is, where is the first Kunidis Dikna? Is Davke in Biyah. That means from the highest place is Davke in the Biyah. That's where it touches from the level of Mikhail Kamecha Be'efsher. That means which is the Mikhail, El Kale. What does it say? So that's the Mikhail, which is the level of Yud Kimul Dikun and Dikna. And this is the meaning to the Pasik. I will betroth you. For eternity. You know, during the time of Golos, we're not always betrothed to the Abishtim, which means we're not always a Kala. We're not always yearning to Hashem. We have our ups and downs. Sometimes we're yearning, sometimes not. The Pasuk says, I will betroth you for eternity. You'll always be standing like that. When the Beis HaMikdosh is not existent, then the gathering of Yidin are called Sukkahs David Hanoi Fellas. It's the Sukkah David that's false. What do you mean false? It's always falling. It's falling going up. It has always elevations, descent. This is always falling. Goes up and down. What does that mean in practical? Generally, we talk about Yidin. We go up and down. We're not always standing up. Up and down. The Pasuk says, I will stand up. It's going to get up. It's going to stay. Using by the um, by Yosef, by the bundles they got up. They won't fall down. And now the Rebbe answers a very question. You know, you say it in the Davening, but you never think about it. The Rebbe asks. Sometimes we say, we say, make us holy with your mitzvahs, as if we're not holy yet with the mitzvahs. And we're asking Hashem to make us holy, right? But sometimes we say, He already made us holy. He already made us holy. Why are we asking Hashem to make us holy? 
but we say Asher Kiddush Aram. But the difference is, yes, the Ebesh made is holy, but we don't always stick to that holiness. We ask for Hashem to keep us holy. So we, we stay that way. We don't go up and down anymore. In this Kiddushim, there's still, we're holy, but we fail sometimes. That's what we ask. That's what we ask. Make us holy so we'll stay in the road with us. I think we'll have to leave the The idea of Kiddushin. And Maimer is one concept. I think he's referring to the Maimer, as we know, by a Yevomo, when you are Mekadish or Yevomo, there's no real Kedushin over there. So over there, there's only the idea of Maimer. So basically, he wants to talk about the fact that I've betrothed you, that Hashem makes Kedushin. What is the concept of Kedushin? The concept of Kiddushin is to unite you with HaKadosh Baruch Hu by being Mamshich, the Eur Makif, the surrounding light, the higher light. That's why a Kiddushin ring has a circle, which is represents the level of Makif. Uh, Maimer also brings down from the level of Makifim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore that's one way of through that makif bringing in and bringing about the kedushin, and then comes the the swim later on. So let's look inside. In the inyan of kedushin and the inyan of kedushin and maimer, inyan echadu. This is really one aspect, one explanation. Because first, the Rebbe is going to explain the inyan of maimer of saying, "Ubiura inyan to understand this." Idea is al derech mashakosu is similar to what it's written. Es Hashem hamarto hayoyim. Over there, the pasuk says in Dvarim Chovav Yudzeis Es Hashem hamarto hayoyim liyes lechol lelikim. What does it mean? Es Hashem hamarto hayoyim. So the way he touches over here is various different touches, but the way the way he touches it over here. Is Marto, you have caused to say you're causing Hashem Marto Lashon Mafil. You are bringing about, which means Hashem has the level of speech. You cause you made him speak. You mean meaning you. Act you created you impacted Hashem's Amira. How do we impact Hashem's Amira? Al When we learn Torah, and we know that is Kilu Ayeshev Kenegdei. 
okay? It's Kilu Kinegdoi. So when we learn Torah, when we learn Torah, we cause Hashem to say, what does that mean? With this saying, which is the level of the letters of the Torah, Mizgale boy haoras atzmus ein sov baruchu. When Hashem uh, speak, when you bring about Hashem saying, that is that in the Torah words, you get the shine of the essence of the ein sov dressed up in the words of Torah. Although it's not at all from that same level, it's not compared at all. The Eberster's Torah, the way we learn it over here, it's not at all of the level of the Ein Sof of Hashem. It's a whole Torah which has been lowered and mitzumtzum into contracted to our seichel, but you bring down in there your mezgale, the etzu seyin sof. It says, kemoshul, like the example, dibur gashmi, sheba odom, sheboi maskil izulosim, mibchinas chokmo sheboi. Like the moshul, that through the physical world by a person. So the other person hears the words, and yet you're giving him the level of chokmo. So the Eibishter is giving us the level of Chochmah by bringing down into the words of Torah. And you're learning the words of Torah, but you're actually getting the Chochmah of Hashem. Even though what you see is words over here, but the person is able to get the Chochmah through the words. We get the Ein Sof through the words of the Torah that we study. But this level that we get, we don't get it in an insight. The insight that we get is the understanding of Torah. We understand Torah. We don't, we don't get the Atzvus saw from the Torah. That's sort of over our head. That's the Kedushas Torah. That's within, dressed up in the Torah. But that's not what we learn, what we discuss. We discuss the level of Torah that we can relate to. So the other, that's a primis. The primis, we have our seichel, the way we understand Torah. But in it, in a way of a makif, is the kedusha, the atzmus, the insof, is in those words. And it's like a makif. But he doesn't dress up in him totally. Because while the uh, the Torah is still in the power of the Chochmah, but sort of in the Chochmah of Atzilus, in the higher level over there, when Torah is in the power of the Chochmah, So then there is no letters that limit so that you can speak about the subject using these words. It's not defined yet in the level of the Chochmah. It's beyond, it's higher than letter. 
mekoyach el hapoyel, mehelam el hagilui bepeh. So when these words from the person's chokma, even so, when they come out from the mind into from the hidden to the revealed, you speak about them. So then there comes about the letters in a hevel hadibur mafrid hakoil umechalik oisy. So then the ear of the speech separates the voice and it makes it into letters. Now we have letters. So the hevel starts to separate, and then you get the words coming from there. I mean, this is the words of the pe. He's not talking about the words of the machshove, but it's a similar process. It's just an elevated process. The hevel of the dibur is a surrounding of the soul. So the hevel itself, the hevel comes out, then it's split. The ear that comes from the mouth gets split into the letters, but the ear itself, before it goes out, over there it's still, uh, that becomes, that's higher, but so the, the hevel adibur becomes a makif l'neshama because derech hevel adibur through the level of hevel yoytzu misgale hara atzvius comes out and is revealed a ray from the essence v'hahevel nase levush a love and the hevel becomes a garment for the etzem of what's inside comes to heaven. And the source of the heaven becomes, remains a maki from above. What is the root of this word? So we say like, creation of the words. But the higher level, the words come from the level of Hevel. That level of Hevel, that's the air. That's a higher level. That's the source, the Makif. That's the root of all the Makif. From that comes a shine to go through in the Hevel of his voice. So when you basically learn Torah in the ear that comes from your mouth, then you have the level of Dibur, the higher level. In the actual words, that's already Mitzumtzum, according to the ability to understand. I in the Sefer Shabbatonim Seif, Perik Hei, B'Shem Apri Chaim. From this supreme mouth blows the ear. It discusses there the idea of the uh, of the air, sort of of uh, the heaven of the Milo, the supreme. So 
kisiso pedik mem alav al posik nipiv das utvuna um inyan hamarto hayoyim rabis shom reish pedik mem hey nosi pedik nosi parshi dalad be posik ba yem ashvi be mel shekh be posik am elani git dafnun vav mit beis hagiga da gim mit al brokh da so just a whole bunch of different explaining the idea of Dibur. This is just the general. So we started saying, so what is basically, what are we saying? That Dibur has also the level of Makif. Maimer is the level of Makif that it has, that you get in the Torah, you get the, from the Asmus itself, comes from the level of above. That's the idea of Amira. This is also the Kiddushin. We have to remember that we're talking about Hashem makes Kiddushin to us. We're the Kala. Hashem makes the Kiddushin for us. So Hashem gives us the ring, basically. Hashem gives us the level of Makiv, just like by the Amira. We said when we learn Torah, we get the level of Makiv. So you give to the Kala, you give Tabas. You give a ring. A Tabas is Bechinat. That's the level of the surrounding light. The kach, and the same thing is as Hashem, you made Hashem speak, meaning you get the level of the Amira, you get the level of the heaven. You draw down upon yourself the level of light of the makif from the Source and the root of all makifim. Then harehum ekudesh lashamayim. That's kiddushim. Then you become kiddushim. You become holy to Hashem. Erastichli, Hashem says, "I betroth you to me." You become kiddushim because you get the level of makif. What does it mean, ekudesh lashamayim? Pirush shehu muchan umekushar the dafka bayizbarich. That Mikudus Shemayim means that you're ready and you're tied to connect to Hashem Blessed. What does it mean? Because when you do Kiddushin, literally, even though she's not your wife yet, but she's no longer permitted to have a relationship with anybody else. She's dedicated. She's de- designated just to you, nothing else. When a person becomes Mikudus Shemayim, that means that your whole life is dedicated just to Hashem, and none of the other things are permitted to be connection. You are just the Kudush, you're just connected only to Hashem. That you're ready and you are tied to connect to Hashem Blessed. Just like a man. A person who betrothed a woman, this kiddushim she becomes prohibited on the entire world, and she is designated only for her husband. When you learn Torah in a way that you bring out Hashem's speech. So then he's tied 
and is connected to the heaven of the Dibur to become a dwelling place Hashem will rest. Your Hashem is going to rest in your Torah that you're going to learn. You couldn't learn Torah, but you may not have Hashem rest in the words of Torah that you're learning. You, know, you can learn Torah, just learn the words and uh, intellectual exercise, and you can come, but then you're not going to have, it's not going to be Machon the Shifta, it's not going to be, if you learn in a level of a Sashem Hamarto Hanal, in that level, that Madrega, Umekusher, then you are tied and connected. But if he's not learning in order to bring down the power of speech to him, to get Hashem's speech, Hashem's heaven to him, then it's it's like your friend talking in front of you and you're not and you're not listening, you're not paying attention. Because when you're learning Torah, you are Mamshik. So you bring your Mamshik to Khadibur or Milmaila. But Hashem speaks, but nobody's paying attention to the speak. If you're not learning in order to bring down the Kedushas Hashem into the Torah. So Hashem is speaking and you're not paying attention. So what happens? You cannot, if you don't hear, you cannot connect to the what your friend is saying. So you're not going to pay attention. If you don't pay attention to what Hashem speaks, it's not going to do anything. Because a person can speak and give you great ideas. If you're not paying attention, you're not gonna, it's not gonna mean anything to you. This is the meaning of I betrothed you to me. I betrothed you to me is that you're paying attention, that you're Makudish to Hashem, because you're learning the Torah to bring down the Kedusha to Hashem into the Torah. That's the simple level of the kala. Warning, Hashem is betrothing you. If you happen to be a kala, a beautiful kala, a chasuda, everything is good. So then, mukudeshes, then you sanctify to Hashem in the Gidushas HaToyra. But sometimes the body and the animal soul is at a level in which it's considered blind, it's considered uh, limping. Like you said before, you don't see. In I am level, you're blind, you don't see. You're not learning the Kedusha Satoy. So you, now he's going to explain other ways. You see, the Pasuk says, there's a whole bunch of things. I have betrothed you forever. Then it says, Veirastikli with tzedek, with tzedek. So he's going to say now, the other way to connect to the kedusha is through tzedek, through tzedakah. And then it's through mishpat. Ubechesed ubaracham is going to explain all the different levels. So we're basically saying that there could be also the level of eirastikli with tzedakah. So v'zeu 
You gotta redeem your godly soul from the incarceration of the body and the animal soul. So she's not called limping or blind. How do you redeem your soul? You redeem your soul is by giving tzedakah. I have betrothed you through tzedek, through tzedakah. Tzedakah is great that it brings about the redemption. That means bechlal, but redeeming of your own soul also takes place through tzedakah. Like we find the story by that first he would give a coin to a poor person and then he would have that the Yidin's redemption takes place through Tzedaka. As the post says, they come back through tzedakah, shaveo b'tzedakah. So al yideizeh, through the tzedakah, is poyde nafshechulu. He redeems his soul. This is part of the Yigeres HaKadosh, ato nivta. And now he's redeemed. Ein shambarichus. This is all in the Yigeres HaKadosh over there. Basically, if you want to redeem your soul from the problems, then you give tzedakah. The tzedakah helps Redeem you. Then the next thing is then What does it mean b'mishpat? Why? Why does the kedushin b'mishpat? So he says he nekisiv. Suppose in Eiv it says Rosha machtiras atzadik that the Rosha surrounds the tzaddik. So, I guess sometimes you have the struggles which uh, you can't get out, the, the Russia, meaning the Nefesh Abahamis, the Nefesh, uh, the Yitzhahara, they surround the tzaddik. Uh, you have to remove you can't have the 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 evil within you. Uh, you got to remove that 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 thing. That's why we need a judgment in order to remove the ra. So that's why drastically Then further it says. That is to arouse great compassion on his soul for the person to you find yourself stuck that you don't do it, so then you you cry out to Hashem, you say, have Rachmanis, you know, please have mercy. Uh, even when you don't deserve, you're just asking for mercy. Could exceed, like the Pasuk says, Li Yaakov, 
Ashapoda Savroham. Yaakov is the level of Tiferes. Avroham is the level of Chesed. Sometimes the Chesed can't reach there, you can't accomplish it. So Yaakov, the level of Rachmanes, redeems Chesed. Explained elsewhere that where Chesed itself cannot accomplish, so then you also, then you employ the Rachmanes. Just the kindness of your heart, you're not ready to, you can't do it, so you say, you know what? I have Rachmanes, even though, you know, the Chesed doesn't require that, but because I have a pity and we're going to do it anyways. I mean, these are just cryptic, very short sentences which are explained at length in different memorim, but that's just a uh, like little synopsis, little pointers. The Pirush of this is Mishpot Utsudoko Biyakavato Siso. So over there you also see the two languages that justice and righteousness, like here it says Bitsedak of Mishpot. Over there it said Mishpot Doko Biyakavato Siso. Vain Barabis Parshis Akev. It'd be interesting if we took every one of these references and we looked it up and we studied it. We'd have a a broader picture from more about these uh, every one of these points over here. Now we go to the next passage. The next passage it says, "Veirastichli be'amuno." Shep says, "Look, I'm going to betroth you just because of your amuna." Be'amuno. Maybe you don't have tzedakah, you don't have chesed, you don't have rachamim, you don't have tzedek, you don't have mishpat. All the previous levels, I'm going to make you holy, make you kedushin, because of, but you don't have all of those. So Hashem says, "Okay, If you have belief, trust in Hashem, you have faith. You'll the will be mekadeshu. The will still uh, bring you in. The Hainu. What do they say? He's not able to learn, so he can't. Do the level we said before the makifim, hamarto, the kedushin, the makif doesn't have that. The gamish onihu is also poor, like he can't have tzedek. Tzedaka cannot give tzedaka. So what do you do? Afal pikein ein meneyaloi liyeish bechinas kalav arusa alidei hamuna. There's nothing to stop you. To become in the level of akala, desiring Hashem and betrothed to Hashem through emuna. When you reflect from the depth of your heart, that there is nothing before Hashem. Everything is considered like nothing. And that is higher and higher than the level of sevukolamim. So therefore, once you do that, you will uh, uh, connect to Hashem regardless. Even without that, you will still connect to Hashem. That is the Emunah. 
ומאי ומשומם, ומה שכוסף שם, יובן יויסר עניין, ורסטיך לי באמונה, from what is written there, you can understand more, this idea ורסטיך לי באמונה. כל זה הוא בבחינת קאלה וארוסו, so this is all the level of a קאלה, and betrothed, we're talking about this, the beginning level. אבל אחר כך צריך ליאס בבחינת נישואין, then later on you have to have the level of marriage. So what does the Pesach say? After Then the Pesach continues and says, And then you will know Hashem. What does it mean, as the Pesach says there later on? You will know Hashem is the same language as Adam knew. Adam united with Chava. Over there, knowing means he knew where he connected, he fused with Chava. He became one. That is a true connection. There is the level through the Makif, through the level of Torah, and then that's already a level of Yediyah. That's like the level of Nesuyin, the level of marriage. Like the Pasuk says, that the land, the earth will be full with the knowledge of Hashem. What does it mean metaphorically by the person? That the person is going to be full only with matters of Hashem. The full person, Pirush, you're going to be completely full to Hashem. There should be no speech, no action. Only to Hashem alone. All thoughts of man will be filled only with knowledge of Hashem. And this is, it means, Give our portion in the Torah. The portion of the Torah means give our portion, connect us with the Torah. Should be that real yichud that the Torah should take over our lives, and that should be just Give our portion, Torah that what is my portion? That's all that a person has. And they become one, actually. So a yid with the Torah becomes one. That's v'yadat Hashem. This is sufficient for those who understand. And again, the Rebbe brings through, goes through here the various different madregas of being betrothed to Hashem through the great scholars, through the level of knowledge. People who can't learn so much through the level of tzedakah, they can, and then you have the uh, other rachmones, and then you have emona, just by connecting and believing in the insof, reflecting that the insof is there, that's enough to become betrothed to Hashem, and then you come to the level of yedat Hashem, you unite, you connect Hashem in a way that there's only Hashem and nothing else matters anymore, and that's v'seichel kein v'seichel